again, welcome in today. We'd love to have you uh, check in with us to sign in. Feel free to uh, post in the chat that you're watching. We'd love to welcome you here today. And today I'm excited that uh, Aaron Peters is here with me in the hot seat uh, to answer all kinds of questions. Uh, and so, Aaron, why don't you just tell us a little bit, can people see you doing all kinds of different things, but one of the interesting things about you is you have a fascinating story. So why don't you tell us a bit about uh, how did you get to know Jesus? Uh, how did your relationship with him start? What have been some of the significant moments for you along the way? Fascinating is a nice word. Um, thank you. Um, I think years ago, like probably 20 years ago, I would have started my story as saying, I was born into a Christian home and everything was nice. And it wasn't. <laughs> um, I think I also would have, um, I, I got really nervous when people asked me about when I became a Christian, mm-hmm. when I got to know Jesus, because I'm, I can't remember the exact moment, time, what I was wearing, you know, like all the boom moments. Um, because I was really little, for one. I was yep. like six or seven-ish. Um, and the circumstances around me getting to know Jesus and coming to know him were not easy. Right. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, I was born into a family, and my mom was a very devoted Christian, and she worked really hard to, you know, <laughs> to introduce us to Jesus. You know, memorizing the 23rd Psalm and the Lord's Prayer, they were very much rhythms of our family. And I just knew Jesus always, um, but my dad was not a believer, and um, it caused a little bit of combativeness in our household. And when my dad left at the age of six, I watched my mom go through really, really hard times. Mm-hmm. And the picture I have of that season of my life is my mom sitting at the piano weeping as she's playing some particular songs. And the one song she would play is Be Not Afraid. And she was just crying. And I remember watching her do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the pictures I have of that time of, like, getting to know Jesus as he walked us through the valleys. And so it was almost like I didn't have the the rose-colored glasses going into my life walking with Christ because it it was never that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And through a series of events as I got older, um, my mom remarried, and we ended up, I ended up growing up in a very abusive home. Um, I think a few years ago, we took that uh, domestic violence course, yep. and I think on the wheel that the lady showed us, there was like 10 different abuses. I had, t- or no, there was 12. I had 10 in my home mm-hmm. as a teenager, as a preteen, and so life was not, <laughs> coming home was hard. Right. Coming home at the end of a school day was scary. Mm-hmm. We never knew what we were going to walk into and, um, but at the same token, I was your stereotypical good girl. I read my Bible, I checked my boxes, I went to youth group, I did all the right things. And as I've gotten older, I realize how, um, why I think God has allowed me to have not these big boom moments in my life is because I would have constantly sought those. Mm-hmm. And I still struggle with that a little bit of like, I want those moment, moments of like, oh, just grand revelation or grand impact. He really guides me slowly Mm -hmm. and graciously and compassionately into knowing him. And I think of that even with coming to know him at a young age, um, as well as my teen years where I can so clearly look back now and see exactly how he guided me, even though it wasn't like I had a radical story or radical Mm -hmm. transformation. It was he was guiding me and protecting me. And um, so but again, like I referenced at the beginning, because I didn't have this like memory that I could rem- remember praying to him, I often doubted my faith and doubted the fact that I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. I remember my second year of college crying, my, calling my mom one night crying because I was like panicked 
that I wasn't going to heaven. I'm like, she's like, I'm like, how do you know? And, and so she talked me through that. And so, again, those are experiences that I think are a beautiful gift that I even wrestled through that because now mm-hmm. I have opportunities to understand what people, other people are For going sure. through. And so with my story as a whole, I really firmly believe that that is why God has allowed me to go through a lot of the stuff that I have. Um, and I wouldn't be here today if he wouldn't have walked through those hard times, the really scary things that mm-hmm. I had to endure. For sure. Um, and experiences that I actually can say I understand what that is when yeah. I encounter other people in my life. And so, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's fascinating <laughs> to see how God worked through all that. So. Totally. Again, we're in a season where um, a lot of people are at home, kind of in an isolated space, and for many, many people, probably even many people watching today, you're in a space where going home isn't a safe space. You can really identify with uh, some of Aaron's thoughts, but you're never quite sure what you're going to find or how things are going to go. And so what advice do you have for people who are finding themselves in that space where they're going home and it's not a safe space? Um, that's, that's a really big question, Andrew. (laughs) Sorry, I'm throwing that one at you. I know. It's like, I should be prepared to answer these questions. Um, I think the one thing is that just remembering that God is always with you. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I can, I know that there was times when it maybe didn't feel like that for me. Um, but in hindsight, I can see him and he sees the big picture. And I think trusting that he sees the big picture and he does see us in those small moments as well. Mm-hmm. And that um, while it might be really overwhelming, um, knowing that he is there. Also, if you're able to talk to somebody about it, mm-hmm. um, even if they can't necessarily rescue you, because that was the thing for us. Um, we didn't let a lot of people know what was going on. And so there's a lot of people when things kind of came out that were shocked um, they had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that's a very scary thing um, that the, the enemy likes to keep us in silence yeah. and not admitting that things are hard. And mm-hmm. so I think if anybody is struggling in, in that way, um, that their home life is just hard. And again, I would say trust that God sees you, sees you, sees the big picture, but also sees you in those moments where you're just struggling, but also... If you can find somebody to talk to and just even share your perspective or what your feelings are, that is so important and so helpful that even I had, like as a teenager, I had some friends that I would go to their houses and that was an escape for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so to, yeah, be be okay to go talk to other people if you can. Um, And we're always here too. I, again, like I said, it's part of my story that I feel like God has gifted me with this perspective that is unique, that not everybody can understand, and I'm always ready and willing to listen and support if I can. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that answered your no, question. No, that's a great answer. Yeah, again, it's such an important thing to remember, the, the mixture that God is with you in it, but you don't have to stay stuck in it. Mm-hmm. But there really are people around who do care, who want to know, who would love to engage with you yeah. along that journey. And, and yeah. we, live, we live in a time, too, that there's a lot of hotlines um, that you can access, even if you're a kid, mm-hmm. that you can't, you can actually call and talk to somebody. Even Focus on the Family is a really good resource to connect with. Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of protocol and stuff like that involved, but um, it is not, it, I think remembering that silence and keeping things quiet gives the enemy a foothold mm-hmm. and gives darkness more authority than it actually has. Sure. So. 
And one of the things I always appreciate about you, Aaron, is just your level of courage. I think I've seen you over the years just really tenaciously dive into different things. Again, I appreciate your courage to share your story with us, but also just your courage to keep allowing Jesus to meet you in those spaces to bring healing. And so what's your advice to people, again, who have a similar story, who are currently in a space where it's not safe, where there's an abusive dynamic, or it's uncomfortable, or people who've even come through it and are still sort of bearing the scars of those experiences? What advice would you give to them about continuing to, to process those things? Um, Jesus, first of all. <laughs> Go to Jesus with it first. Um, and, and I think taking time to sit with him, and, and you've often talked about this, like asking where was Jesus in these times, you know, those, those memories that we have that just can seem overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, asking Jesus, say, where were you in this so that I see? Because I think when we see him, we see that we weren't alone, and it gives us, again, his perspective, and continue to ask for his perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, now my mind is blanking on the rest of your question, uh, but um, yeah. the courage to, to talk about it yeah. is, it's not something, um, I don't think it's something to rush into. I think I have gotten the odd opportunity to talk about my story more just because of the nature of leading min- women's ministry. <laughs> it just has happened over the years that it's come up, um, but I think um, it has taken a lot of time of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and, it, and I'll, a lot, having people walk through it with me. Um, like, I know one of God's most gracious gifts to me was the fact that Adam and I started dating right when my mom and my stepdad's um, divorce was happening. Mm-hmm. And so Adam was there to help me walk through some of that. Mm-hmm. And, and he, I was not going to get emotional with this. Um, he's, I feel like God has truly blessed me with the gift of him being removed enough but enough involved to help me process some of the things Mm -hmm. that even in my past or as as I've been able to open up to him about some of the realities of living a life where you come home from school and you don't know who's going to be mad and or if there's going to be a hole in the wall um those can be scary and intimidating things but you need people Mm -hmm. to walk through them that are safe and can say that is hard Yep. That is hard, and there's no shame in saying that it's hard. Because yep. I think sometimes when you're in that situation, you're supposed to just buck up and carry on. And you're just supposed to tough it out. And it's, no, that's not what God wants. It, God realizes that it's hard, and he has, he, he has compassion. He has love. He has mercy. And it, there are people that I know he has brought into my life that have allowed me that space to process well. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that's one and done either. That's the thing that keeps coming back to me. We talk about this a lot with soul care. Yep. Um, even the second round of soul care that I went through here, I thought, this is going to be no big deal. I've done this once before. Well, Andrew tells a story one night, and I end up losing it. You're weeping behind the I'm sound. I'm not door. just weeping. I'm like hysterically weeping. And I about thought it was Norma. Yeah, we, and so I was like, what? Norma is crying? I can't yeah. believe this. Um, yeah. And I think that's the thing that I used to be surprised, obviously, still even until the last couple of years, used to be surprised at how um, how I just assumed that that was done and I was fixed and everything was good. But healing does not happen just once. It happens over and over and over. And that is the mm-hmm. beautiful thing about God is he, he allows us exactly what we need to see in incremental spaces. And, and he's there and he's good and he's sovereign and he's the great healer. And then he gives the, you some space 
and then he says, okay, now we need to go a little bit deeper. And yep. I, think, I think I find that in every season of my life, I realize something that I lost mm-hmm. or didn't get to have. Sure. And he allows me space to grieve that, yep. but also recognize the beauty that came out of it in spite of that. Um, and I think making a conscious effort to look for the beautiful things that he has gifted me with is really important too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I could just live in a woe is me life and it would be really comfortable because being in that space of oppression and victimized can be comfortable because it's known. Mm-hmm. It's, I know what it feels like. Living in victory is, is an unknown sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. yeah, people and Jesus are yes, really good. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Well, thank you so much just for yeah. your courage to share your story with us. and for being willing just to, to dive weeping in. on stage. I don't yeah, okay. do this. I, do, I do this in staff meeting. I don't do this on stage very often. So thanks, Andrew, for bringing it out into the, I do what I can. the reality. No, it's good. I appreciate the opportunity to share because awesome. it is something that not too many people know about me. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Again, today we want to affirm to you as you're watching. Again, for many of you, you find yourself sometimes in a similar space where you may or may not feel safe in the current reality of where you are. We do want to continue to affirm to you Again, just to take the time and space to realize that the hard things that you are going through are very real. Don't try and minimize them. Don't push them off. Again, it's important to be able to process those things well with Jesus first and foremost, but also that they don't need to be kept a secret and that things that are kept a secret uh, don't produce health and life in us. And again, if you find yourself in an unhealthy dynamic, just to really um, choose to share that with someone around you as well. We'd just like to affirm you to do that today.